You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Hi, this is Paul Lazarus. In the 1980s, I produced and hosted a radio series called Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater. Now the Broadway Podcast Network is bringing back these shows. This is the first of a three-part series featuring noted musical theater historian Alfred Simon paying tribute to composer Vincent Humans. This program originally aired in 1981 and featured many human songs from shows like Wildflower, Hit the Deck, and No No Nanette. When every night the set that's smart is intruding and nudist parties in studio, anything goes. Good afternoon and welcome to Anything Goes. I'm your host, Paul Lazarus. September seems to be a month for birthdays in the world of the musical theater, and particularly notable are the birthdays of Vincent Humans and George Gershwin. And together with my guest today on Anything Goes, noted musical theater historian Alfred Simon, we're going to explore primarily the work of composer Vincent Humans, but uh, as a treat, uh, just a short tribute to George Gershwin. Humans would have been 83 today, September 27th. He was born in 1898. Mr. Simon, my guest, is, as well as being a musical theater historian, it was also the director of light music for WQXR for over 20 years and rehearsal pianist for such shows as George Gershwin's Of The I Sing, and we'll be talking about that a little later on. Al, it's always a pleasure to have you on the program. We've done so many things together. The Kern tribute, the look at the 1920s on musical theater. Welcome. Thank you. I love being here with you. George uh, Gershwin was born the day before Vincent Humans, isn't that right? That's right, yeah. September 26, 1898. He was born in Brooklyn on the Snedeker Avenue. I think the number was uh, 242. Have you ever been there? Yeah. Uh, ASCAP uh, placed a, a, a plaque on the uh, building, and it was promptly uh, vandalized and stolen. Oh, no. Yeah. Did you ever see a, a Vincent Newman's show, Al, when you were growing up? I saw quite a few of them, yeah. The first one I saw, I think, was uh, Lollipop. Uh-huh. But when I saw it, it was during the tryout. It was then called The Leftover. Uh-huh. What did you think of uh, Mr. Humans in those days? I liked them. I always liked his songs. You saw the original No, No, Nanette, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Did that make a... I mean, we look back on it now as, as having such a huge impact. Did it... At the time, was it uh, as notable? I don't think so, no. I, I loved the show, but it was a typical uh, 20s show. Mm-hmm. Certainly in plot, especially. Yeah. Uh, I, one wonders without the, the mm. two main hits, uh, T yeah. for Two and I Want to Be Happy, if, if that would be as durable as, as, mm. it, as it turned out to be. Of course, it, it, it had played in Chicago for a long time before it came to New York. And so everybody knew uh, T for Two and I Want to Be Happy. It also played in London. Uh-huh. So by the time it came to New York at the old Globe Theater, now that the London Time Theater, People were uh, coming in humming Very the tunes. Yeah. <laughs> As uh, Sondheim says, uh, the kind of show that people walk in humming the tunes. That's right. We have uh, some wonderful things to share with you today uh, by Vincent Newman's and George Gershwin, who was, uh, as we said, born the day before on September 26. Two very auspicious days in September, wouldn't you say? Yeah. But uh, the first thing we'd like to play is a very rare 
recording of Vincent Newman's at the piano himself, a piano roll, I believe, Al. It is, yeah. It's a medley of the songs from No No Nanette.
Vincent Humans himself playing a medley of songs from his score to No No Nanette. And you're listening to Anything Goes with a 83rd birthday tribute to the composers, Vincent Humans and George Gershwin. Humans was born into a well to do family, uh, hat store owners. He was educated at private schools and given piano lessons from boyhood. Uh, he rejected an engineering career to do what he really liked, which was compose. And it was one of a very fashionable part of New York and Central Park West and the 61st Street. That was, at the time, it was a private house, Brownstone. So he sort of breaks that mold yeah. of coming from the poor yeah. Lower East Side, doesn't he? That's right. Yeah. That, that place is now a hotel, a Mayflower Hotel. I think mm. the story of how humans first started to work in the musical theater is, is one worth telling, Al. Gershwin was very much impressed by Newman's music. A producer who was doing a show called uh, Two Little Girls in Blue wanted Gershwin to uh, do the music and uh, Ira Gershwin to do the uh, lyrics. At that time, Ira was not using his real, real name. He called himself Arthur Francis. Right, which was a construction of his brother and sister's names. That's right. But Gershwin said he was too busy with other commitments, and he suggested Newman's to the to this producer. So that's really how he, he got his first job. He didn't write the entire score uh, for that show. It really wasn't until Wildflower that's right. in 1923 that he did his, his first score. Howitt Worcester from the original London cast singing the title song from Wildflower, music by the subject of today's edition of Anything Goes, Vincent Humans. When Wildflower first came out in 23, the Times critic regretted the book was never funny and now and then a little dull, but he lost his head over the music and approached good old-fashioned raving. The most tuneful score that Rudolf Rimmel has written, he began, following with a whole paragraph of ardent praise in which Bambolina was singled out, which was the other hit from the show. He opened his next paragraph, reiterating his kudos for Frimmel. His embarrassment must have been acute when he learned Frimmel wrote not one note of the score. The error was not entirely absurd. Half the music was written by Herbert Stothart, who worked with Frimmel and whose compositions had an operettish flavor. Furthermore, Bambolina could remind a hearer of, say, something seems tingling. Or Rosemary. Or Rosemary, of course, but... uh, of course, the songs from Wildflower were by Vincent Humans, who established himself with his score as a, as a composer to be reckoned with. The years 1923 and 1924 were unquestionably Vincent Newman's most active period. He worked on shows like Mary Jane McCain, which had lyrics by Oscar Hammerstein and, and William Carey Duncan, 
Lollipop was unveiled in those years, and of course, his most successful piece, No No Nanette, opened in those years as well. Didn't start off all that well, No No Nanette, did it, Al? Yeah, lots of trouble on the road, but it's not unfamiliar to many shows. Right. That's not very shakily out of town. It really had a disastrous tryout, and, and they really made pretty drastic changes. Uh, they threw out five of the original 14 songs. Yes. Yeah. Irving Caesar uh, and humans wrote four new ones uh, during the rewrites and came up with really the two big hits from the show, T for Two yeah. and I Want to Be Happy. Well, they kept changing the cast also. By the time it reached New York, the songs were pretty familiar. And that, I think, is one reason why it didn't run as long in New York as it in London and Chicago. Right, it really didn't even run a full year in New York. After no, it ran a full season, which is from September to, well, I guess, about, about June or so. Mm-hmm. It was revived in, in 1971, a very successful revival, and probably that show is responsible for Vincent Newman's being remembered today. I'm sure that's it. I'm sure that's responsible for lots of other revivals. Yeah, it was a tremendously successful revival of a, what had been a well, an international hit in the 20s, yeah. but really had not been done since the 20s. This is Anything Goes with special guest Al Simon discussing composer Vincent Humans, best known for his songs in No No Nanette. We uh, are very fortunate to have, along with the recordings of the revival, two recordings that were made for this cast album that, that never made it onto wax. Uh, Thomas Shepard of RCA pr- provided... Peach on the Beach and A Moment Ago, which were actually recorded in the recording session of the revival of No No Nanette cast album, but uh, I guess for lack of space on the uh, album, were never released. Season is she Picture Neptune's blade 
Till today. Till today. It is music to my ears. Now and then I have my fears in a way. In a way. Is the tide so very strong? Will it carry me along? Tell me, do. Counting 
on for the future. Let's keep dancing, my pride and joy. Lord and master, but still my boy. Every moment until this moment was only a moment ago. Three songs used at various times for the 1971 revival of No No Nanette. You heard the classic I Want to Be Happy, followed by uh, two lesser-known human songs, Peach on the Beach and A Moment Ago, which was sung by Ruby Keeler and Jack Guilford. Newman's next show was Oh Please in 1926, a show that critic Alexander Wolcott just totally dismissed as uncommonly stale and witless. But uh, it was not a bad human score, I would say. Yeah. Pretty good human score. And we're going to play two songs from it, uh, featuring Beatrice Lilly singing Like He Loves Me from the original cast. And she's accompanied by Vincent Newman's on the piano. Uh, we're trying to feature as many recordings that exist of, of Vincent Newman's playing his own songs. And following that with I Know That You Know, one of the real human standards. I Know That You Know had a particularly wonderful verse. Newman's uh, often, in fact other composers, often uh, did their best work in the verse of a, sh- of a, a, a song because they th- realized they didn't have to uh, make it a 32-bar verse or make it popular. Gershwin was also known for that, too, wasn't he? Yes, and Kern, too. So here are two songs from the Vincent Newman score, Oh, Please. Beatrice Lilly singing Like He Loves Me and Jane Powell and Vic Damone singing I Know That You Know. Joy 
songs from Oh Please, written in 1926, and you're listening to Anything Goes with the 83rd birthday tribute to Vincent Newmans and George Gershwin. Beatrice Lilly sang Like He Loves Me with Vincent Newmans at the piano, one of the rare times that Vincent Newmans was recorded. That show marked Beatrice Lilly's first appearance in an American musical. At the same time, uh, down the street on Broadway, Gertrude Lawrence was performing in the Gershwin show OK. And Al, you told me a funny story uh, that Beatrice Lilly used to say something during her performance each night. Yes, when she sang uh, do, do, do in, in the verse, uh, she would say, oop, 
wrong show. <laughs> Referring, of course, to Gertrude Lawrence singing the Gershwin song in, uh, down the street. Exactly. Uh, I'm sure they were. Uh, there was quite a fun rivalry between the two of them. There was. They were very good friends, though. Uh-huh. And uh, the second song was I Know That You Know, performed by Jane Powell and Vic Damone from the uh, film version of Hit the Deck. You've been listening to Alfred Simon on composer Vincent Humans, Part 1. Anything Goes Backstage with Broadway's Best is produced and hosted by Paul Lazarus. For more information, visit anythinggoespl.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.